0: Hi, I'm Marley Williams, and today I'm going to have a productive conversation with Mike Vardy.
1: It's me, Mike Vardy, and I'm going to have that productive conversation with Marley Williams today. She's joining me on the show. She joined me at the Big Ready. We have spoken at several events together. And Marley is a a fantastic person. We're going to have a great time chatting today. Marley is a transformational facilitator. She's an international motivational speaker. She's a confidence catalyst and a joy instigator. All of those things are absolutely on point. And her mission in life is to inspire and empower leaders to get out of their own way so they can go from stuck to stoked. She does this through energizing presentations, rejuvenating retreats, dynamic programs intentional workshops and transformational personal coaching she's also the founder and director of camp yes which is the only adult summer camp in the pacific northwest for women entrepreneurs leaders and change makers let's get to it let's get to my productive conversation let's get to a productive conversation with marley williams starting now marley thanks for joining me again
0: Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. It's
1: been a while. I mean, uh, you know, I'm excited because as we're recording this, we're leading up to the virtual event that I'm hosting, along with my my uh, teammate uh, and and productivityist chief of staff, Vanessa Tharp. Um, we're putting together the big ready. We asked you to be part of it. And I'm really excited that you're going to be part of it to talk about, you know, be on that panel where we talk about retreats. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show today to talk not about the big ready. We're going to talk about that some other time, but I want to talk about like you and the idea of retreat, like the power of taking a retreat. Now, you you, Mm. you've set up these even before your current like what you're doing now, like you've been you've been in kind of the the. This has been something that's been in your view for a while like getting getting away so you can better connect with yourself and with others, right?
0: Yeah, this is that's my jam. <laughs> like ultimately <laughs> taking people out of their everyday environment and really my mission in life has been like to create epic experiences, to create these like transformational moments where people get to come together meet new people, but also get, yeah, I think get out of their everyday environment and get immersed in a whole new way of being, doing something, thinking differently. Um, So that's like been my, my goal, my mission and creating all of the types of events that I've done is really to create
1: this like really powerful, like I said, I like to say epic experience. When, when do you think is a tipping point for someone when they're thinking about either doing this on their own or joining you in one of your experiences or taking mm. like, when is the tipping point where like, you know what, I need to do this. Like, I, I'll give you an example outside yeah. of this. I just started to work with an executive coach for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not like I haven't been approached by others or it's come across and people have said, you know, you need to do this. Lots of, you know, be- everyone needs a coach to some degree, right? In fact, I would even totally. say not to some degree, they need a coach, especially if you're running your own business. And And so I finally pulled the trigger last week, like as we're recording this literally last week and, and it's, I found the right person. The timing was right. Like it just felt everything was leading up the, the, a series of events led to the sense of readiness for that. When, Mm. when in your experience, when have you found that most people that have either taken a retreat with you or have said, you know, I need this. When do you find that that tends to be for most people? the, 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 when is that tipping point?
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I think that that's such a great question. And I always say like one of my mantras is pay attention to what captures your attention.
1: Mm.
0: And so many people that have come to camp. Yes. Let's say something about it captured their curiosity. And I think about that as such a gateway or a key. It's like, can we be tuned into those moments where we, lean in and are curious. I can think of an example like I remember working full time at my job and I found Pioneer Nation that Chris Gillibow yeah. put on yeah. years and years ago and I was not an entrepreneur at the time and I know that Pioneer Nation isn't necessarily a retreat but it was like this event for entrepreneurs and I was not an entrepreneur but I knew that I wanted to be immersed in that culture. I wanted to meet others who were doing it, who were kind of like playing that game and in that arena. And I remember like opening up the website and like looking at it and like is you know asking like is this for me? I remember even probably emailing the info at Pioneer Nation, being like, hey, I'm not an entrepreneur. Can I come? Like this whole thing. <laughs> and that's this moment of giving yourself permission to lean into the things that are are calling your attention or that you're curious about and trusting that and seeing that as this invitation. And I think a lot of people might like hear about camp. Yes. Or hear about a retreat or hear about an event. And they're like, ah, they make up a bunch of reasons or a bunch of excuses. Like yeah. I'm not an entrepreneur or that's not for me or I'm not a camp person or whatever.
1: And or, so or it, it just can... seems like a vacation. Like that's my wife. I mean, mm. no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I mean, my wife, has been very clear about her thoughts on the world domination summit. She knows I love going to it. She knows I've been to other (laughs) conferences. I've been to, uh, there was a conference I used to go to when I did comedy and it was called max fun con and -hmm. it was in Lake Arrowhead, California. And, um, actually, (laughs) um, someone challenged me not, not too long ago on Facebook to post like travel photos without context. And I, one of the 10 photos was me and Maria Bamford. Like just there, and people are gonna be like, "Wait a minute, what? Like, why are you?" Yeah. And she looks incredibly happy, and I think it was a photo that was taken like mid-talk, so she's like smiling, and I'm kind of like not happy, and they're like, why would you not be happy meeting Maria Bamford? But the the, <laughs> the point is, my wife saw me going to that, and she was like, and other people too, not just my wife. And my wife's obviously she's seen what's happened because of me connecting with people at World Domination Summit, at um you know other. Events specifically retreat style, though not necessarily like let's go to a conference, but more those where the I think what happens is that there's a lack of understanding of what the event is about. Like they can't grok what it is, so they're mm. like, "Well, this must be a vacation," or like, what's the purpose?" Mm. And in some cases, I would say the purpose, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. The purpose isn't a, it isn't a sole purpose for everyone it's it's a very personal thing right
0: yeah definitely and i think that it can be hard to maybe explain that or or Mm -hmm. like and i think that we when we make decisions around how we spend our time our energy or our money it's almost like i think we oftentimes we make decisions on an emotional basis but then we back it up with logic right or we have to have logic to like convince our partner to let us go or what? not convince, but like, here's why I'm going and here's what I want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And yet I think that there, I think that the piece of how do I know if I'm ready is, can you trust that emotional pull right. towards that experience? And I think that like with retreats versus conferences, like you're speaking to a little bit is there is this element of the unknown there's an element of adventure. There's an element of curiosity. And I think that like, that's honestly what I love about retreats. And like, and and I also think about retreats as being a little bit more intimate. Mm -hmm. Like typically you're all staying at the same, either Airbnb or lodge or camp or whatever it is. And so there's like, Versus when you go to, like, a big conference, like the World Domination Summit, everyone's, like, staying at their houses or staying at different hotels. And there's, there's so many people that that yeah. intimacy isn't always there. Um, and so I think that there's this piece of trusting that if you're drawn to something, that there is something. I, one of the things I say at Camp Yes and all of my events is I hope that you get something that you know that you needed and something that you didn't even know that you needed. Mm -hmm. and trust that every single person who showed up like there's magic in that that every person here made the decision made the choice like for example with camp yes to show up and give yourself four days to say yes to yourself and to play and to have fun and to reconnect with yourself to let go of technology let go of expectation let go of the to-do list and just be here and that there's so much power in that.
1: What do you think goes into a good... Good is not the right experience. Because you're going to say, Mike, I mean epic. But <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> An epic experience. What goes... And I mean, because I think that to some people... It's, it's, I'm going to draw a weird comparison here, but it's like, you know, when you, when, when someone discovers you for the first time and they get that free opt-in, like the free book or the free checklist, yeah. and then, then you're like, okay, you have this now, now come to my, buy my $5,000 coaching, like, wait, whoa, 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 what about like, is there something in the middle here? So it goes from like <laughs> this, this free to like very expensive. So, I mean, for right. someone who's never done this, they, I'm not saying they're going to be turned off by the term Epic, but I think Epic becomes, I think Epic, hmm. Maybe, maybe uh, for me, I think Epic is found, you know what I mm. mean, within. Um, and and I totally get it. So I, I guess my question is, for someone who is like, I've never done this before, I hear there's a real power in retreats. Gr- we'll talk about like the group experience because I think that, that that's where I think we haven't really touched on that too much as opposed to with David and, and, and Mike who do, and, and myself who try to do more personal ones because that's mm. something I haven't explored all that much until recently. But when it comes to building a group retreat that's going to what are some of those ingredients that you think that need to be there to make it go from this like good thing to this epic thing?
0: Well, I think that a big piece of it, and there's a distinction around, you know, like an event versus a retreat or a conference versus a retreat, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I think so often conferences or events are based on, here's all of the content. And here are these speakers that have this great content and i feel like one of the big differentiators if you will of a retreat is like in a way i'm like you are the content mm. meaning the participant is the content the participant is the is the essence of the experience and that their um the fullness of their participation right and so and and emphasizing specifically I think a huge piece of camp and the experiences that I design and facilitate is the connection between the people who are in the room.
1: Gotcha. So it's, it's that old adage of you are what you put into it.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that some, some times people make the assumption just because people are in the room, they're going to connect. Right. And I think if you want like the, the most profound thing that I think you can walk away with from an epic experience or an epic retreat is the meaningful relationships that you build. And those happen by, by like centering that, Mm -hmm. like how am I going to intentionally craft and create an experience that helps people deeply connect with each other? Because you can leave with a notebook full of notes, but the thing, the retreats that have had the biggest impact on me have been when I have made these lifelong friends or have these relationships or build these connections. And yeah, they can just happen. It's not like they won't, but the, the thing, the root of facilitate is actually facile, which means to make easy. Right. So as the facilitator of this experience, how do I make it easier for them to cultivate and develop these deeper connections with people? So I would say like emphasis on connection,
1: mm-hmm.
0: huge. Okay. Um, and really think so that's that's one part of it sure and then really crafting that participant experience and it's again less about the content and i think more about the what is the experience that i want to create versus what is the information i want to share
1: Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And plan to eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the plan to eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Ever since I quit drinking soda pop, I'm always looking for new drinks to try. And when Sovereignty came along, I was excited because I really wanted to give their Purpose Plus and their Dream Plus a real go. Because not only do I want to stay productive during the day and move with purpose, and if you follow my work for a long time, you know that purpose is a big part of productivity. But also, when it's time to go to bed, I want to be able to stay asleep and get to sleep faster. So let's talk a bit about Sovereignty and why I'm enjoying it. First off, Sovereignty, what they do is they create game-changing supplements. And what, what those supplements do is they allow you to maybe take a look at your to-do list to make it seem a whole lot less endless. In fact, it can seem like a cakewalk. But also, that idea of falling asleep and staying asleep... Well, it's easier than counting sheep. Now, if you're feeling unmotivated and maybe lacking focus, maybe your intention and your attention aren't quite aligned, well, you can have the best day every day with Purpose Plus. Now, Purpose Plus is a blend of CBD, CBG, which is a mood enhancing hemp derived ingredient, and seven clinically studied ingredients with the world's best adaptogens to deliver results you can feel almost immediately. I had a cup of Purpose Plus this morning, and I am getting a ton of stuff done. This supplement empowers and supports your mind and body to feel better, be better, and achieve new levels of productivity. So that's Purpose Plus. But if you can't sleep, if you're a night owl like me, or you're somebody that just has your mind racing at the end of the day, and you need to kind of get to sleep and stay asleep, and you haven't found a way to make that happen, well, you can discover True Recovery with Dream Plus. It relaxes and calms the mind and body while helping you fall asleep and stay asleep longer. Dream Plus also contains five clinically studied ingredients, CBD slash CBN, and adaptogens to heal your body from the day while you sleep. Now, if you're not happy with the results you get from Sovereignty, well, they offer a money-back guarantee on your first purchase within the first 30 days of your purchase. I'm really enjoying what Sovereignty has to offer. You can hear me... I'm holding the box right now. I want you to hold your own box. I want you to get your own set of sovereignty supplements. Just go to sovereignty.co and then enter the promo code timecraft and get 20% off your first purchase. Seriously, give sovereignty a try. Go to sovereignty.co and then enter the code timecraft to get 20% off your purchase today. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Time spent searching for and interviewing the wrong candidates for a job opening could be time better spent growing a business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to get to the candidates worth interviewing faster, and it's free. Anytime you can do something faster, better, simpler, more productively, you've got to jump on it, and LinkedIn Jobs makes that happen for you. You can create a free job post in just minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 750 million people. You can focus on candidates with the skills and experience that you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people, and then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash timecrafting that's linkedin.com slash timecrafting to post your job for free terms and conditions apply as a founder or business owner. You know what it's like to run your entire business from your inbox between the sales, recruiting and fundraising emails. Things can get messy quickly. Streak is a CRM designed to help you stay on top of each part of your process and your inbox without ever leaving Gmail. Streak gives you tools for email tracking, mail merges and snippets to save time and scale up your email efficiency. In just a few minutes, you can also set up pipelines right inside your inbox to start tracking your contacts and emails through each process. Streak helps you collaborate by sharing emails and pipelines with your team members, whether you work in an office, out in the field, or on a remote team. And pipelines are completely customizable so you can track processes and details specific to your business. You can access your pipelines on desktop or the mobile app to add and share information in meetings, at job sites, or however you work on the go. Sign up for Streak today at Streak.com slash Timecrafting and get 20% off your first year of their pro plan, their most popular option. That's Streak.com slash TimeCrafting for 20% off their pro plan streak.com slash timecrafting business isn't business as usual anymore. And starting up is more challenging in this changing environment. Sit down. Startup is a new weekly podcast from Zendesk. Our startups team brings together Zendesk leaders with founders and CEOs in a coffee shop style conversation who solve real problems, sharing the successes and pitfalls of customer engagement. Catch weekly fresh new episodes on Apple, Google, Google, and Spotify. I think one of the things that, as you're talking about this, that comes to mind is when I talked about Max Funcon and even Think Better, Live Better, Market Angels event, which, I mean, you might not... It's a, it's a. I think it's a form of retreat because a lot of people are in the same... When we would, we would go, we're all in the same area, right? Like, we're all right. in the same... But I think one of the things that I think may be a differentiator, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is access to those that are presenting that are because they're there too like think about it i mean i'll I'll use again max funcon maria bamford was there like she was bunking with somebody who was not you know a celebrity or known you know i mean i remember and again there's this memory of me sitting watching a comedy show in an amphitheater up at the um the ucla campus at lake arrowhead and it's me and Neil Pollock and another Neil Pollock who wrote the book, uh, Jubal and, and and he's written a lot of other like he's he's written for I think the Atlantic and a few others or Esquire. And I had some I had some Woodford reserve bourbon in a in a in a paper bag. Yeah. And and they saw me and me oh it was me and the guy who hosts uh oh, Chuck who hosts um how how did the podcast – oh, my gosh. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because I can't remember it right now. But I'm walking up, and I hear a, hey, hey, you. And I turn around, and it's them. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do they want? They're talking to me. Because like, back then I was like, oh, good. It's like two of the – he goes – what do you got in the bag there? I'm like, oh, I got some wood for it. Oh man, you've got good bourbon. Can we like and literally we walk up together, we're passing the bag back and forth, which by the way, I would not recommend in today's climate. You do not share <laughs> You <laughs> not share. <laughs> and I'm not endorsing back that in the, day when <laughs> back you in the day. your biz. But but we we literally were sitting in the back area. And it was one of those things where like we don't want people to see that we're drinking. Like it was like that old under the bleachers high school kind yeah. of like. And I remember that, and like that experience probably not happening at a conference probably not like you, right. th- there's an even playing field and, and the same thing happened really at think better live better like people were um the those that were not on stage and not they were you know they were easily weaving in and out with like there's a harmony there between those presenting yeah. and those that are i think is I think that's a factor, right?
0: Totally. Yeah. So I mean, all of the all of the women that I have come like speak or present at camp. Yes, they're they're camp counselors and they do have like a leadership role, but it's not like people are just like coming and giving a talk and leaving. Right. Right. Like they're there the entire time. And it is like, yeah, that immersive experience where you equal the playing field and people, yeah, are you're co-creating this experience with them um and there's less yeah in a way like less hierarchy like there's enough structure there's enough things going on there are play notes there are you know events and experiences that are curated for sure um Mm -hmm. and that the camp counselors and the play shop leaders are also participating in the experience and having their own breakthroughs and their own transformation um and i think that that like you know that think better live better when people like the speakers are watching the other talks and they can connect the dots and um yeah i think about this like immersive community environment and i think that you you hit on a point that i think is important to remember as people that are you know either you're attending a retreat or you're putting on a retreat is that informal hang time mm-hmm. And like, we, again, we live in this culture that I think we have this overemphasis on like more is better and more content and more information. And I think it's recognizing like finding that sweet spot or finding that balance of knowing it's like in those little moments that where there's the spaces in between um, that I, at times can be the most memorable for people and and just making sure that there's There's time for that. And that's, again, as the retreat leader, emphasizing that. Um, And then as someone who goes to retreats, like you created kind of like this like magical moment and maybe not super intentionally, but you see the value in connecting informally in those ways and make, you know, I don't know if it's It's, taking advantage, maybe isn't the right way of saying that,
1: but... It's the thing you remember too. It's the thing, it's like those magical moments in between. the Like, I don't remember...
0: Who exactly. perform?
1: necessarily. But I do remember drinking that booze with that person. And I do remember, you know, like going yeah. and hang like those are the things and again, like you said, it's not you don't necessarily have any um expectation of that, but you go in open with that and poof, mm. it's amazing. Yeah. So true. What about virtually? I mean, this is, we're yeah. in an era right now where, Great I mean, the, how, how can you make this happen in a virtual realm? Can you? I mean, mm. it, 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 I'm sure anyone who knows enough about anything in one space, and you know a lot about this stuff, you've spent enough time and you're like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. So what, there's obvious challenges. What? How can you kind of manufacture or engineer this in a virtual space? And maybe what's something that you've discovered that, was completely unexpected. That seems to be an amazing thing that you could do virtually that maybe you might not be able to do in person as well.
0: Mm, mm. great questions. Yeah, I think that, you know, as someone who thrives on in-person events and experiences, I had some resistance <laughs> in <laughs> this past year to putting on my own, but ultimately it was like, all right, I'm jumping on the bandwagon and in December, I put on my own two day virtual retreat called elevate and activate. And I think that I realized one of the, one of the biggest differentiators, especially like, again, if you are a facilitator, you want to create experiences or you've done in person is the like when you're doing it live, there's an energy that you cannot repl- replicate virtually. Right. And what I have found, though, is like you as the facilitator have to like really bring the energy and and cultivate that so that it it kind of like reaches through the screen into people's homes or living rooms or Airbnbs or wherever they are. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's a huge piece of piece of it is like as that facilitator, it can feel really exhausting. It can feel really draining. And so what am I going to do? to stay energetically like alive and lit up on a screen for two days or three days or however long it is. Right. So there's that piece. And I tried as best as I could to, you know, not do it exactly how I would do it in person, but there are things like, I mean, I know that by now, most people know, like the beauty of breakout rooms and I, as a facilitator, we talk about this idea of like sipping, like the more that I'm sipping tea, the more they're going to get out of it. Meaning like if I'm not talking and they're talking to each other, like that is a good thing. And so with this virtual landscape, it's remembering the similar piece of like that connection and who's in the room and how you can facilitate that using the breakout rooms and using the tools and the technology well to balance the content with the connection. Because if you have just like a full day of like back to back to back to back content, it's going to be feel really exhausting and draining versus finding that sweet balance of sharing, yeah, like some sort of content and then having them integrate that content through that connection and through that community piece and using the breakout rooms and using Jamboard. And, you know, there's tons of like little technology pieces that you can use to keep the audience engaged.
1: Mm-hmm. You, can even and, move, you can even move environments, right? Like even though right? you're like sitting in front of it, like I've got my iMac here, but I mean, we have mobile technology that does things really, really well. Like you could yeah. easily be outside if you wanted to, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I actually participated in a virtual retreat this past weekend and she had set it up where on the Friday morning of the retreat, we were all asked to go find a spot in nature and so she set us up and we did this kind of like nature wisdom walk. Wow. And so you could be on Zoom or like with your headphones in without being on video and still be together, right? So it's just like I think it's the invitation to just be creative and there was a nice balance again of the community, the connection, the content. She had tons of, you know, things that we were doing she would explain it and then we would have individual time to do it and then group time to talk about it. And I think that that it's emphasizing engagement and making sure that you're taking breaks. And um, I'm trying to think of any other, I mean, there's tons of things that I've learned. I guess the thing too, that I learned is that they work. Yeah. I mean, that like one of and and looking at i think that it's so easy to look at the negative parts of it yes yeah i was just gonna say the benefits Mm -hmm. of people can they don't have to get on a plane or leave their family or travel and they still get to be immersed in your world or your content they still get to meet other people um there's (laughs) a huge benefit (laughs) is there's like a barely any overhead you yeah, i was like, just gonna say the big ready you, this year you know yeah like the, it, it didn't cost me nearly as much <laughs> the hardest part about in-person live events and retreats is the the ratios yeah. as far as like the cost benefit Yep. <laughs> um and how much how pricey it can be when you're running an airbnb and buying all the food and getting all the swag and doing all the things and and so um recognizing like it's in a way the risk is lower because the overhead is lower which means you can potentially charge less reach more people um
1: have more speakers
0: have more speakers um yeah i just think it's like can we look at the the benefits of the virtual world rather than like here's what it can't do it's like well what can we do with what we have um and I think even moving forward, there's going to be a lot of like hybrid events where it's part online, part in person, mm-hmm. or, um, even as we are, are going to, you know, someday we're going to be able to be together in person, you sure. know? Um, and yeah, what, so what about- and one of the, one of the fun things that I did mm-hmm. was I actually, for my virtual retreat, I did send something in the mail to everyone. Like this really beautiful package with still quotes and the connect deck and a candle and, I had this really cool thing. We had a scavenger hunt, Mm -hmm. and so I had, like, different things that they could do of, like, give someone a compliment in the chat or, like, if you share in a breakout room or if you do this, like, then you can give yourself a star or whatever, and whoever filled out the scavenger hunt would get a prize and, like, little cool things like that that I – are these tangible things that I sent to people, and they loved that
1: before I let you go marley i want to ask one final question and, and normally when I try to end these episodes I try to figure out like a simple action that someone can take um, so if someone is thinking like you know what I know retreats I I, I I haven't done one I need to do one um you talked about being open and paying attention but in order like if someone if someone is feeling that pull of both the pull to go to one and then the pull that pulls them away what what's something that someone can do to kind of break past that bias or break through that barrier to entry that is keeping them from taking this retreat either in a group setting or even a personal one where they just get clear for themselves. Like what, what, Mm. what piece of advice do you have for them?
0: Other than the old Nike saying, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that there, it's not going to (laughs) make part of me. I wanted to say it's not going to make your life worse to do it. That's for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think, I think, I guess, here's what I really want to say. You deserve it. And like, give yourself permission to invest in you. The time and the money and the energy and knowing that I think that there is an element of like, do I deserve this? Like, you know, again, whether it's time away from my family or can I spend this money? And it's like, I think it's giving yourself that It, it is a gift. It's a gift of connecting with yourself connecting with other people who care about something that you also care about the commitment to learning and growing. Um, and so it's like, I would say just permission granted. Gotcha. That's what I
1: would say. (laughs) Marley. Thanks again for taking the time to join me today. Where can people keep up with you and your work?
0: Yeah, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram at Marley Williams. Uh, I'm on Facebook and then you can check out my website, which is Marley Williams.com. So if you Google my name, you'll find me. M-A-R-L-I is the key Williams.
1: Marley, thanks again for joining me on the Productivityist podcast.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: And that's another episode in the books. Thanks to Marley for joining me on the podcast this week. You can find all of the things we discussed, the helpful links, the Show notes are all there at Productivityist.com slash podcast 382. Now, if you're listening to this in your podcast app of choice, maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's Apple Podcasts, maybe it's a off-brand one like Overcast, you can subscribe to the podcast right now. Just hit the subscribe button if you're not already a subscriber, and that way you don't miss a single episode of What's to Come, but also you can find all of the past 380 plus episodes in the archives far easier than you could if you aren't subscribed. Now, if you're subscribed, you're going to get next week's episode really quickly and easily. And you're going to want to listen to this episode, just like every other episode, because it's another productive conversation. This time it's with Vernon Foster. I'm really looking forward to bringing that episode to you just as much as I looked forward to bringing this episode to you, the one that's just wrapping up right now. So that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me today for a productive conversation. I'm Mike Barty. And until next time, I'm reminding you, to stop doing productive, and start being productive. See you later.